This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. I'm really happy to be here with you every single Sunday. We're going on almost six years on air now, which is pretty crazy to think about, but this show is all about real estate. We're talking business. We're talking with industry leaders, uh, as the announcer said, and I love this. We've got on top dogs in all different facets of real estate. So if this is your first time tuning in, we are a hyper local company with national presence as well. And uh, we work and operate out of Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. So any real estate questions you have there, or if you need to connect with a realtor in any 50 of the states in this wonderful country, we can go ahead and do that for you. I'm gonna throw out my off-air number several times throughout the show. Use it as a resource, 401 217 2333 and make sure you like us on facebook it's facebook.com backslash despirito team you can check out exclusive content there and connect with our guests as well as uh see our latest listings so on the show with us today we've got a great guest one of my favorite his name is matt bates with movement mortgage this speaking of top dogs is one of the top dogs in the mortgage industry here matt what's up man good morning good morning how are you doing today I'm, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. And uh, I like your topic today, how to stay competitive in this historic seller's market, your program choice, submitting offers, following the process, paper communication, and having a good team. I mean, those are all vital things. Well said, Matt. Um, yeah. and, 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 and there's, you know, you put that together really quite nicely for your buyers. You've had a lot of success. Well, so let's dive right into that. Yeah, so, um, well, this weekend was a great example this past weekend, um, well, where multiple buyers were going out to open houses and uh, they saw a list of houses that they really liked and and they wanted to make an offer and they got an offer in, in, in pretty quick fashion, which helped their chances to help their presentation to the sellers to show that they were prepared and they were ready to go. And we got to that place by getting fully pre-approved up front from the beginning. So, you know, one of the key tricks that I have uh, or, or magic tricks that I have in my bag, if you will, is we really spend a lot of time educating, preparing and going over different loan programs and deciding which out of all the ingredients that the buyer may have is the best soup for you to, you know, if you relate a loan to a soup, you know, you put all the ingredients together and what comes out, what, you know, what, what's the part that comes out of it? Now, all people come from all different walks of life. So someone might be really good putting 20% down or someone might be really good putting they're doing a VA 100% financing loan. Mm-hmm. But figuring out what they're working with to be able to put it all together. So that way, when they go to an open house on the weekend, they can confidently present something immediately right away. And uh, that, that, that's what happened over the weekend. And I was, I was, I was very pleased with uh, that three out of the four buyers got under contract. So yeah, those are, these are these are really exciting times. It was uh, it it felt really great with all the conversations I was having with the buyers. They're super excited, um, and they're very well qualified that they're closing within a, a reasonable time frame. 
that also includes teamwork with real estate agents. Yeah. Um, and a couple of them are in Massachusetts. So you have to have the attorney on board to be able to write, you know, purchase, and, excuse me, purchase and sales agreements. Um, and uh, we, you know, we work as a team to be able to accomplish what's, what's, what's out there and, uh, and compete. Um, Let's take it back a step for a second. Let's tell our, our listeners, Matt, why don't you tell us in a nutshell what you see going on out there in this current real estate market? What's the environment like? How are buyers doing? Are there a lot of listings or not a lot of listings? Are, are, are there a ton of buyers swarming or not a ton of buyers? What does it look like to walk into a, a typical, let's just say between $200,000 and $500,000 home in the Rhode Island, Massachusetts markets, what does it look like for buyers right now? Well, it's uh, it can be extremely stressful, if, if, you know, going into it, looking at it. And uh, one of the one of the examples that I give you is that I'll give you is that there's not well, there's not a lot of houses on the market okay. right now. So okay. it's a seller's market, and it, the inventory is really low. So it means that the available housing for people to choose from is low, mm-hmm. and uh, the people that really 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 want to buy a house. There's a lot of them, and there are other. There's a lot of pre-approved buyers out there right now. Um, rates are really low, so they qualify for more money, um, and uh, they're they're ready to rock and roll. They want to seize the day and take care of the opportunity. So, because of that, uh, listing agents are recognizing that times are extremely crazy, so they are listing them at competitive prices. And I know from multiple conversations with buyers, if they show up to the open house, there's 15 people there, there's 20 people there, there's, you know, multiple open houses, uh, 50. There's a train that goes around the neighborhood and everybody's parked waiting to get their turn because of COVID to get into the house. So, you know, that's, those are the conversations that I'm having at the pre-approval stage before they actually go and see them which gives them another way to be prepared. Hey, listen, when you go to this open house, know that there are going to be 50 people here that are going to want the same house that you do. And if you want to have an opportunity to be able to get that, these are the things that you can expect to happen. One of them might be over over, uh, pricing, over bidding for the house, over asking price, Um, putting, putting in the contract, um, you know, ter- verbiage that says that you're willing to negotiate higher if you're not the highest and best. Um, just get, let me have an opportunity to have the last look at the house, the last opportunity to be able to put my best offer in. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes even buyers, you know, I, I don't suggest this on every offer and um, I go over the pros and the cons of doing something like this, but maybe they do an inspection, home inspections for informational purposes only. Maybe they do a non-refundable deposit. Maybe they get the, rid of the contingency for the appraised, the, the house to appraise at the value. So these are all big terms that we could probably get in more detail about each one of them are, which, you know, if anybody has any questions, we'd love to contact either you or I about how and when these ideas or these negotiating terms can be applied so that they can have the best check at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I don't tell anybody to do any of these these things, overbid, get rid of appraisal contingencies, get rid of inspection contingencies, unless they absolutely love the house. Like if you love the house, like you love the location, you love the style, you're okay with any updating it needs and and you're motivated by love, then we'll get you that place. But if not, there's gonna be other houses, we're gonna find other places and let us help you find the one that you actually love. 
you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's why, you know, I, I got kind of, I kind of, my opinion of things anyways. No, Matt, I'm, I'm right there with you. And I love that we got to, at the end of the day, you know, we also have our clients like step it down a couple notches too, because we've had clients walk in, Matt, and say, hey, I really want this house. There's 32 people at this open house. Uh, the agent said they've got eight offers. What do we need to do? I'll do anything for this house. And we say, okay, all right, well, let's do it the right way. We don't want you to overpay for it. So we put together escalation clause. And the escalation clause is brilliant because it basically says that our clients are willing to pay, let's just say $1,000 up over the highest offer too. And then we just pad that number. And the way it works is, you know, you know Matt, right? The, the, the listing agent has to show us a bona fide offer. So let's just say if the asking price is 350 and our clients are willing to pay 50,000 over it, then we'll say that, look, they're willing to pay up to 1,000 over 49,000 over the asking price. And what that does is it, is it prevents them from paying like 20,000 more. Right. And, and we get to see their offer. It's fantastic, right? Right. It's fantastic. We get to see the other party's offer. Now, here's the other thing, right? My clients, we don't allow those listing agents to show my client's offer because we have the seller sign a non-disclosure agreement. So now they can't bid our client's offer up. That's a little secret. If there's agents listening, use that. It's fantastic. It's a non-disclosure it's fantastic. And now the listing agent can't use your client's offer against them. And if they do, there could be some repercussions. Well, you know, it, it can go on and on and on and on and on, you know, if you, if you don't pull these rules in place, yeah. which is why people ask me, you know, why do we have these rules in place? And I was like, cause it can go on and on and on. And at some point you have to make a decision and you got to either move on or, or, or get the right, you know, the buyer for the, for the situation. But regardless, you know, coming uh, prepared, coming educated, being ready to rock and roll, having good communication and having a good teamwork around you um, will, will help make your offer stand out louder and brighter than the rest and give you at least a last call and an opportunity to get in the house. And again, if it doesn't work out or, if, or you're not willing to go to the length that you need to to get it, then maybe there's a better house out there. There is a better house out there for you and we'll find it <laughs> you know, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll hunt that thing down and we'll, we'll get it locked up so you know i i a lot of sometimes you have discouraging discouraging conversations especially when learn, people are learning how to get through the the offers and figuring out like why they need to do certain things to be able to get their offer accepted and you know they might have to lose out on a couple to figure that out but you know at the end of the day everybody's usually extremely happy with the, with the result. And, uh, and we're, we're, we're real, um, you know, positive about helping them out and uh, looking forward to, to anybody that's looking to purchase or sell real estate. Yeah. RIMortgageGuy.com. Check them out. RIMortgageGuy.com. That's Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. You can go ahead and fill out a mortgage application right there, or you can give us a call direct on our off-air number 401-217-23. 33 we'll connect you with with matt um you know a couple other things before we before we uh run here matt i just wrote an article for rhodeislandnewstoday.com and if you guys haven't checked out that site check it out rinewstoday.com hyper local news uh site and i gave a ton of different ideas for how to win offers with buyers now one of them matt right first impressions are everything 
And today we walk into houses and everyone has what? They have Zoom, uh, not Zoom, I'm sorry, they have Nest cameras up. They watch, they listen to people coming in and out of their house. And literally, so if you're walking into a house and, you know, if your buyers are not uh, in tune with that, that they're being watched and being listened to and they say off color stuff or if they're just, you know, not looking professional and not looking like people are going to judge them by that. And it yeah. is it's their home. Yeah. You know, on the other end, can, I, can you just can, do you know going in whether or not they're being recorded? Like, is that a, a real estate disclosure? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do actually on the Rhode Island listing agreement now we have a, a spot where the sellers are supposed to disclose it. But, you know, not everybody discloses that, Matt. And they, they really right. should. You're not supposed to be recording people um, without their without their knowledge. So, you know, you can record people if you're there in the room, but if you're not in the room, you're not supposed to do it without their knowledge. So we're supposed to tell people if 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 that is if that is happening. And most people have it: the ring doorbell, nest, and it's all good. But just be cognizant of that when you're walking into people's homes. I say that for agents. I say that for buyers. I say it for whoever because it's important. You know people really take pride in their homes. And if you're in there, you know what I mean? Kind of bashing it or you look sloppy or whatever it is, they're going to judge you on that. And they're going to size you up when it's come to offer with that buyer that walked in there professional. So just until you get in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And you're all, you're entitled to your opinions and whatnot, but just be careful. And, and, and here's the other thing too, if you really love the house, be careful because you know, you don't want to share all your motivations with the listing agent. You want to make sure your buyer's agent is uh, helping you negotiate a fantastic offer. There's that. And then I have a couple of other awesome tips in there, which we don't have time to share here. But Matt, appreciate the, uh, the advice you're offering. RIMortgageGuy.com. Matt Bates, best in the industry, best in the business. We use them all the time. RIMortgageGuy.com. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Hey, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM and streaming on WHJJ. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. All right. Thanks for being here with us today. If you missed the earlier part of the show, no worries. Check it out on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Despirito Team. This is the Despirito Team Show, and I'm Emilio Despirito. And we've got our co-host Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage here with us today. Matt, what is up? What's up? What's up? Let's get into it. So the 10 secret ways to place a winning offer on your next home, okay? Like we were talking about in the earlier segment, the market is intense out there right now. Matt Bates was just saying, hey, look, you know, there's times where you're going up against 8, 10, 15 other offers. It's absolutely insane. And you need to make sure to put your best foot forward. So what we've got here is we've got the 10 top secrets from my team, from the Despirito team, and how our clients are going in and winning more offers than I think anybody else. I mean, we, we just, we're doing really well right now with buyers taking them through and uh, winning multiple offers left and right, left hook, right hook, jab, jab, punch, right? So <laughs> something, something like that. So uh, I'm all amped up on coffee right now. So secret number one, this is the most important, well, one of the most important elements is up 
upfront underwriting. Now, you're going to want to contact, and Movement Mortgage does this better than anybody, right? And I'm not just saying that because Matt's on the, on the line here. Movement Mortgage does a fantastic job at getting you fully pre-qualified upfront. There's certain programs where they can do upfront underwriting, certain they can't, but basically, Matt, in like 20 seconds, can you explain what upfront underwriting is and why it's so powerful? Yes, it's taking a full verification, a full application, so a complete snapshot of the buyer's financial portfolio. It's collecting all the documents that support the application, um, what's in the application. And then it's also doing the cross verifications in order to confirm with the IRS, the employer, and the banking that um, the assets, employment, and taxes are all been filed correctly. And then it's getting it to be reviewed by an underwriter as if it was a live deal so that the underwriter can approve and move on from those items before the contract date. So when the contract date happens, we fly through the contract. It's, it's crazy. And thank you, Matt. Well done. It's crazy. It's because when you're going up against the normal quote unquote mortgage pre-approval with movement mortgage upfront underwriting, your offer is now only contingent upon appraisal unless you waive that, which is unreal. Like we've closed that they've closed a personal home for me in 14 days. And <laughs> I know you guys jumped through hoops, but you've done it for our clients as well. And that, that's impressive. So I went up against cash offers on the one that I bought. And, and, and we beat out the cash offers, right? Which was fantastic. So that's huge. All right. So you can actually close faster with that or, or slower, depending on what you want to do. But you have more flexibility and you're a better qualified buyer than anyone else out there with this and the listing agents that are in the know know this when you send over a movement mortgage pre-approval letter rimortgageguy.com to get that started secret number two hire a realtor from a team that lists a lot of properties now the reason why i say a team yes i run a team and i would be kind of hypocritical if i didn't suggest working with teams because there's power in numbers and when you're working with a team like the Desperado team, where we go out there and list properties all over Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut, we know not only everything we have coming on and all of the off-market properties, but we also know all of the other top dog agents and brokers in the area. And we have solid connections with these guys. We work so well with other brokers and realtors. I appreciate them so much. And we've got such a great relationship with the other heavy hitters where we can make a call and say, hey, I noticed you just sold the property over here. Do you have this coming on? Do you have this coming on? This is what we're looking for. And we're oftentimes able to connect our buyers with properties that other buyers aren't even necessarily looking at. Secret number two, man, it's all in who you work with, okay? Huge. And, and here's a tip, okay? Google the team name and reviews, okay? So if, you, if you're like, hey, I want to check into the Spirito team or I want to check with the Scott McGee team or the Make Your Move group or, or the Alba team or anybody else, you know, you can just Google that team and look at the reviews and look at the type of real estate that they're selling. See if they mesh up with you, if they specialize in what you're looking for. Secret number three, get through understanding the process. And Matt Bates, you said this last segment, right? It is crucial for people to understand the process, right? Yeah, it's, it's very important. It sets proper expectations and it allows you to move to the next point in the process without delay. Heck yeah. And, and, and by the way, stay up to date on everything that's happening with this current uh, real estate market. Okay. And here's a pro tip. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash the Spirito team. So you can always stay up to date on the market. Secret number four, off market property search. This is a biggie, right? 
most most buyers don't realize that on market is anything that's on MLS. So it's on the multiple listing. It on market does not include for sale by owners or withdrawn listings. People that had their properties on the market before that took their properties off the market, those are all off market properties. Or how about all the people that call us and say, hey, look, I'm thinking about listing, I'm thinking about selling, but are on the fence and haven't done it yet. And also all the other realtors that we know in our network and, and in the, the uh, Rhode Island Association of Realtors or Mass or whatever, Connecticut, that we can call and say, hey, what do you have coming on on here? Our team actually searches for off-market properties for our buyers. That's absolutely huge. Now, when you are calling and interviewing agents to find out who you're working with, if they don't mention off-market properties in this historic, crazy seller's market where you have lowest inventory ever, you're going to want to move on to the next. Make sure they offer off-market properties. Secret number five, understanding the seller's motivation. This is a biggie, right, Matt? You're, yeah. you're a real estate investor. You've purchased homes. You know, once you know that seller's motivation, you know exactly why they're selling, how fast they need to sell, all that stuff. So when we're talking about someone that needs to sell a house fast, are they really concerned about the price so much, Matt? No. They're concerned with getting a upfront underwritten 14-day closing for movement mortgage. Boom. That's what they want, Right. So make sure have your, a really great real estate agent is going to pry for that info and you can do your own little research as, as well and, uh, and come up with what we think the, the seller's motivation is. Secret number six, the love letter. The <laughs> love letter. All right, so if somebody is getting divorced, don't send them a freaking love letter about how great your family is and how- It goes back to, goes back to the, uh, the seller motivation. Yeah, exactly. Be careful with this one. You know, so if, if they're getting divorced, don't, don't, don't hit them up to say, oh, we can picture, you know, raising our kids here and living a perfect life. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to rip your speech up like Nancy Pelosi did to Trump. Ooh, garbage. Who does that? Anyways, um, uh, not getting political here. I just thought that was classist. Anyways, um, where am I? Secret number seven, watch your mouth during the showing. Big Brother's watching. We discussed this on Matt Bates' uh, earlier segment, right, Matt? The Nest cameras. Yeah, it's, it's such a good time to pull it up. It's not maybe a little late, but because of how many people definitely have cameras in their house. Mm -hmm. So, like, you have to be, uh, be aware of that and not shoot yourself in the foot by saying something that is going to turn off or, or lower your chances of getting in the house. Just keep it, keep it under wraps, talk about it in powwow afterwards and, um, and, and, and don't get caught. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Be, be careful in what, in, in, in what you say, you know, and, and, and don't share your motivation. Secret number eight, creep, right? This one's funny, right? So in the day and age of Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and all this other stuff, creep on who the seller is right so you can basically this sounds weird but people do it all the time i know especially to our older listeners look everybody's info is out there you just you can find out who owns the house public knowledge you can then look them up on facebook see if you have any mutual connections in place and if you do you know like matt i have someone interviewing on our team 
you, you went to high school with him, right? And I found that out because I creeped on him on Facebook like most employers do. And I was like, oh my God, well, obviously Matt's a good friend of mine. You know, he's a business partner of mine. So why don't I just talk with him and ask him all about him? So between you and my other friend, I was able to get down low on this gentleman who I'm actually very excited to meet with. And that's awesome. So guys, use that to your advantage however you can. Now be careful because you're walking a fine line between looking like a weirdo and a stalker. So I know it's kind of weird. It's a bold move. Don't go overboard, but you can poke around and see what you can find out. Definitely. And uh, secret number nine, the escalation clause. The escalation clause. God bless you, Matt. I think you just sneezed. God bless you, buddy. <laughs> That's all right. So <laughs> secret, secret number eight, the escalation clause. Now, basically what happens, I'm sorry, this is number nine, escalation clause. What happens is if you want to purchase a property with multiple bids, you don't want to overpay. So you just simply say, hey, listen, our offer is list price but we're willing to pay 500 or 1,000 or 3,000 over X amount. So let's just say if the, 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 the purchase price is 350 and you're willing to pay up to 50,000 over that, then you simply just say, look, we're willing to pay up to $1,000 over 399, boom. And there you go. And, 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 and then you can go ahead and do that and they have to show you a bona fide offer. That one's confusing. So if you have any questions on it, give me a call, 401-217-2333. Secret number 10, go after homes that have been sitting, right? Go after homes that have been sitting for a while because quite simply, all of those sellers have seen their neighbor's homes come and go and come and go and they're like, what is going on here? Oftentimes it's because those properties are a little too high. So I suggest that your listing agent put, this is what we, um, your buyer's agent, we put our clients in a search for properties that have been sitting on the market 45 days plus and 10% higher than what they're looking in those because those properties are usually overpriced. And when you're 10% too high, according to the National Association of Realtors, only 2% of buyers actually see your home. So get in there, you've got no competition and they're probably gonna have to sell if they have to 10% under and you'll get it at a fair market value with no competition, without overpaying, Awesome stuff. Check it out at rinewstoday.com for that full list, 401-217-2333. And check out rimortgageguy.com to get your pre-approval in place. I'm fired up today. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here with Pam Hogan with the Desperado team. We got some great content for you here. Matt, thanks for being here with us, bud. You got it, man. Great show. All right, you too. Thanks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, streaming on uh, iHeartRadio, WHJJ. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We've got some awesome guests on the show. I'm all fired up. I've had like three cups of coffee and, and more coming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. What would a morning without coffee be like here in Rhode Island? It wouldn't be a morning. So anyways, this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're talking about real estate. Today, we're diving into 
how buyers are affected in this seller's market, historic seller's market. And buyers are getting caught up a lot of times with the details before they really should be searching into those. And on the line with us, A, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. And Matt is a top-notch loan originator, works with dozens and dozens, hundreds of buyers. And we've got Pam Hogan with the Despirito team, who is one of the top agents in Rhode Island. And she works with dozens and dozens of buyers as well, has closed more sales than you can count. And she's here with us today. And we're talking today about the inspection contingency, more or less, that's your time to be doing those due diligent things, right, Pam? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we run into a situa situation sometimes where people are trying to do all of that homework ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't always, you know, play to their favor in this fast moving market. Um, we are given an inspection contingency deadline so that they have that time to do the, all the research they want to. If they're trying to do it on the front end, they may not get an offer in on time. So we have to encourage them, you know, to really go according to the dates and the contract. What are some of those things? So, so I've got a two part question. Number one, how many days do they have in the inspection contingency? And then number two, what are some things that people are getting caught up on? There is a 10 day period excluding weekends and holidays. So if you and I signed a contract today, tomorrow would be day one mm -hmm. and you know, Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays do not count. So it's pretty close to a two week period. It's a, it's a generous um, amount of time. I feel like the contract is very buyer friendly in that regard. Yep. And, you know, right now with inspectors being as busy as they are, it's a great thing that they do give that much time because it sometimes, you know, takes several days to get them to the property to inspect it. Um, but, you know, a buyer can do anything from obviously just the general home inspection to a septic inspection. Um, they might want to do radon, lead. There's any number of things that they can have tested. Um, and so all of those things have to be done during that time period and not just, you know, the inspections concluded during that time period, but any sort of negotiations have to be um, figured out with the sellers prior to the end of that time frame. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that, that people are getting caught up on though, like beforehand? Are they, are they doing Yeah, they're trying to research maybe, you know, if there's like a, um, an easement or a right of way that, you know, may or may not affect the property, but is next to the property or just those sort of things that they're trying to get all the answers to before they even put an offer in. And then sometimes they miss out on the property because they're trying to find all these things out ahead of time. But that's all the kind of research that can be done during that inspection period. Um, I, I think that's, you know, one of the more recent examples that comes to mind. Definitely. Well, I'm sorry. The sewer assessment, figuring out how much that costs, mm -hmm. things of that nature. Sometimes sellers don't fill out those disclosures fully. So people are, are checking to see if there's a sewer assessment or they're also checking to see if there's flood insurance or anything like that. But that's all, you know, you put the offer on the house first and then start your due diligence because Pam and, and Matt, I think, I think both of you would agree to this. You're sometimes placing three, four, five, six offers on homes before you even get one accepted. We've got buyers that have placed a dozen offers on homes that are just in such a competitive market, even with all the tricks we have up our sleeves, it's still somewhat hard when you're in the 200 to 250, it's near almost near impossible right now. Yeah, such a competitive price range, um, you know, and like you were mentioning, like, you know, in the two to 300s. And, 
Yeah, I mean, buyers sometimes have to take the emotion out of it and look at it, try to look at it as more of like an, you know, a business transaction, um, just because they are missing out on some before they find the one. And, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's kind of just the way the market has been. And it's hard to say how long that trend will continue, but um, we try to get them to not, not get too emotionally invested until we're, you know, under contract, basically. <laughs> You know, so I, I would love to hear both of your takes on it. We'll start with you, Matt. So we're going into the inspect and the uh, inspection season. We're going into the um, into the election season, right? We're going into election time. What is your take on where the market's going to be going? What do you think is going to happen? You know, days on market, the amount of buyers out there. What are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking that uh, the election's one thing, but um, I guess there's a lot of speculation and stuff that COVID will spur back up given the changing of the seasons and people getting sick naturally, you know, flu season, people just getting head colds from the weather changing. So if COVID spikes back up, then it will probably reduce, you know, travel and quarantine and therefore keep rates lower, which will then keep the market going through the winter time and um, probably deliver us another, you know, similar look at what the spring market looked like in 2020, but instead for 2021. That's my prediction of it, um, you know, and also how the government handles it as far as the election. So, you know, if there's a vaccine that comes up, if they mandate certain protocol, depending on who gets elected, that will also change, you know, how we do business day to day, you know, and in-person business, showing houses, going to holding open houses, the mass, the requirements from the state and from the federal government, and, you know, depending on who gets elected, we all know that one is going to be very, 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 you know, protocol and guideline and requirements and the other one, Oh, we'll probably let them slide a little bit. Um, so, you know, I think that it's all going to, you know, this election is going to play into that and uh, it's going to go one way or the other and there are going to be some pros and cons of each direction. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think that, uh, well, I, I do think that we're going to have another year of really, really strong market conditions. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Thank you, Matt. How about Pam? What do you think as far as, you know, the amount of buyers out there and days on market and you know, what do you see happening as we get towards the election cycle? Is it going to be a good time to buy, bad time to buy? Totally loaded question there. But Yeah, I mean, and, and it kind of could go either way. And it also, I feel like it depends on the buyer. If someone really has to buy, I look at it as a great time to be out there pounding the pavement because there might be a little bit less competition. If some people are going to be distracted by the election or, you know, the upcoming holiday season or whatever, um, I look at that as an opportunity for a buyer, you know, who really, really needs to buy something, not wants to buy, but has to buy. Like that's, they should, you know, hit the trail running at that point. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the, if, if there was a demographic that I think, two demographics that I think should really be out there on the hunt right now, it would be number one, the baby boomers and number two, the first time buyers, right? Because here's the deal, right? There's going to be a huge, in my estimations, there's going to be a huge chunk of buyers that are still out there, but there is going to be an equally as large chunk of buyers that have just said, you know what, I'm going to wait until, you know, elections and COVID and all this stuff are gone. And a lot of those people are going to be the baby boomers who are obviously concerned, I get it, for their health and whatnot, but yeah. also the millennials that are kind of stuck in fear 
of like, oh my God, what's going to happen with elections, this or that. Look, those two parties are going after the same size home, right? They're going after the two to 350. Okay. They're going after that, that first time in downsizing market. It's all kind of one in the same. So if I was either of those, I would be out there in full force hunting during uh, election season. Yeah. I think it could be a benefit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because that's the most fierce market in Rhode Island right now. And I I think you're going to see that part let up a little bit as well. So pretty interesting how stuff's going to play out. Um, You know, we always think it it could go one way, it could go another way. It's like no one ever imagined that the real estate market would take off the way it has. And I think a huge part of that has been the low, low interest rates and the the total affordability that that people have, right? Yeah. So pretty, pretty crazy. Pamela Hogan with the Desperado team. Appreciate you being here with us. My uh, pleasure. Thanks for having me. Sharing your expert advice. You're welcome. And Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Check out Matt's website at prequalifiedrimortgageguy.com. And if you want to talk with Pam at all for any of your real estate needs, 401-217-2333 is our off-air number. Give it a call, 401-217-2333 specializing in Rhode Island real estate, also covering Mass and Connecticut here on the Spirito team. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with the top five events happening here in Rhode Island with rblogger.com. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. So you can Good morning. Thanks for joining us on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. You all know what that music means if you've heard the show before. If not, it means that Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com is here to share the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. Love the website. Check it out. Post your events for free and make sure to ask about how you can advertise your business and get in front of thousands of people daily looking to see what's happening here in Rhode Island. Jen, thanks for being here with us. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, so we're talking Columbus Day weekend, which is wild and exciting. Um, so while the Situate Arts Festival, which is one of my favorites, is not actually happening this year, there's lots of um, little markets happening in the same area on that day. So you can still go up to the area. Um, one of the, them is the Outdoor Vintage Market, and it's October 10th to the 12th, and it's in North Situate at Sweet Salvage. And they'll be selling amazing antiques and farmhouse finds and all the stuff that you can typically find with, if you've been to the Situate Art Festival, you kind of know like, what you're looking for. It's got a very country, rustic theme to it. Um, and there's other markets going on as well throughout the weekend. So if you head to that area, you're still bound to find some good stuff. Um, every weekend in October is the Harvest Festival at um, Festival Farms, which is on Knotchett Road in Hope Valley. And I've been there like four days in a row because they have baby goats and my daughter loves to go pet them and they have a little petting zoo. So, um, but on the weekends, there's hot apple cider, apple cider donuts, uh, popcorn, hay rides, pony rides, and all kinds of stuff. So it's definitely a great fall weekend um, all through October. So you have a few times to get there. Coventry's annual fall harvest festival is Saturday, October 17th. Um, and it's at the Coventry High School from 10 to 3 on Reservoir Road. And all proceeds go to the high school sports and unified sports. Um, so it's a great cause. And there's all types of vendors and crafts and kid events and all sorts of fall fun. Uh, this sounds really great. If you're a brunch lover on Sundays, you can step aboard the schooner Aurora 
um, for mimosa and Bloody Mary brunch, and then brunch appetizers. It's $45 per person. Um, you enjoy a, ra a relaxing cruise with your favorite beverages. I think you get three either Bloody Mary or um, mimosa tickets, and then brunch appetizers. It's $45 per person, and it's um, plus. I know, right? That's what I mean. I'm like, and especially this weather when it's not, it's like, it must be so beautiful out there, all the foliage. So I say like, we all go. Definitely. Um, and Sunday, October 11th is the FET Music Hall first annual Providence Rock Day. Um, it's two stages of rock music. It starts at 1230 all day long. There's vendors, food. Um, it's just a great way, again, to support local music and get the scene going again since, you know, obviously everything slowed down a little bit. So the more we support these things, the more uh, they will continue to happen. Awesome. Good stuff. So you can check out all those five events and so much more at riblogger.com. Man, whenever you get talking about food, I, I get every week I get hungry and I say <laughs> the same thing. It's like, oh, and I leave here and I eat so much and it's, it's your fault, Jen. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Sorry. I'm like thinking Bloody Mary Mimosa and brunch. Food I know. Like, what's on my mind? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Hmm. Yeah. Girls are alcoholics. <laughs> foodaholics, too. I'm, I'm a foodaholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Jennifer, thank you so much. I don't know how you do it. Great website and just packed with daily new events. Daily. So <laughs> check it out, riblogger.com. Thanks, Jennifer. And thanks so much, uh, Thank Pam you. Hogan. You're welcome. Thanks so much, Pam Hogan, for being here with us. My pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome, Matt Bates and, uh, and everybody else. Uh, give us a call if we can help you on our off-year number, 401-217-2333. And make sure to give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Despirito team. Thanks again for joining us. I'm Emilio Despirito signing out for this week. God bless you. Take care. And we'll see you next week here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show.